When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHO Bulls post game. Coming to you live from our studios here in the West Loop, downtown Chicago. I'm Peck. Joining me, per usual, our guys, Big Dave, BAL, BWL Sports, Bow. Will the Go Godly, Will underscore Godly, our pal and producer, Joey Spathis on the controls. He is at Joey Spathis. And much overdue, so glad to have him here, our wonderful guest of honor tonight. Our friend, you know him as one of the co-hosts of the Bulls Gold Podcast, an irreplaceable member of the Bulls fan community, our guy Salim Suderwala. What's up, buddy? I am excited to make my CHGO Bulls debut. Well, you can't clap for yourself. I can. (laughs) You can do this? I'm the guest. I can You know what? You handle your business. The guest is never wrong. Whoa, somebody told you. Hey. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Y'all, if you aren't already, follow our guy Salim on Twitter, Salim underscore BG Hoops. Check out his pod, Bulls Gold. With our guy, Ed. Ed in the comments. Uh, Shout out, Ed. Uh, Wasn't Dave just here with you guys? He was. He was. We, as usual... Planned on a quick pod and went almost Ooh. two hours. I was literally just about to say that. Like, every time I've gone on with you, we always are like, are we going to have like a full hour to talk about? And then we just talk for two hours. Yeah. And like, like, and the, and the thing with like, we always talk about a half hour, an hour before we start recording. Today. Yeah. We always do a pod. So we spend like a half a day <laughs> yeah. uh, with yeah. each other. We do, on, a, we do a before unplanned. the show pod about something that has nothing to do with basketball. And then we do a two-hour pod that has everything to do with And then with you got to break down the pod they just did. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. Correct. A post-pod right. breakdown pod. Post-pod breakdown. <laughs> oh, you got to have a post-pod breakdowns. Very necessary. Uh, shout out and thanks to you out there in Bulls Nation hanging out with us tonight on a Saturday night. Uh, hit that like button if you're hanging out with us on YouTube. We appreciate it. Do it for Salim. Give this guy some likes. Here. Uh, the Bulls can't hang on. They fall to Orlando. 114-108 is the final in OT. The Bulls, as you were pointing out, as they were halfway through that fourth quarter, Will, were heading for another clutch game, which they have played many of this season and maybe surprisingly have come out on top of more of them than they've lost. This one, they can't get done, and I'm sure Bulls fans first and foremost want to talk about the final possession because it was the next chapter in a lot of close games where certain people have the ball, certain people take shots, and certain people don't. DeMar chucking up that deep three that did not cash the Bulls that win at the end of regulation. What what did you think about that uh, that final play, Salim? Which one, though? The, the DeMar missed three at the end of regulation. Oh, yeah. I, I was very confused on why he settled for that shot because he had uh, – I thought he had a good one-on-one where he could have probably dribbled and gotten to a better look in, in the comfortable areas that he's in, like the mid-range area. So I was kind of confused. I don't know if there was like a miscommunication. Like I don't know if there's someone who's supposed to come and set a screen. For well, Kobe him. did set a screen. Yeah, but and, then, and Orlando just really quickly switched it. Switched and put yeah, it on yeah. So I don't know. Maybe the, yeah, like you guys said, something broke down there. So yeah, Mark K um, posted uh, the clip on Twitter. I would suggest going to look at that um, because it was really interesting. Kobe basically uh, when they I, I can't remember who shot it. Must maybe Jonathan Isaac yeah. missed it on the other end. Bulls secure the rebound. And Kobe's pointing at DeMar, like, get him the ball and let's get organized right. into something. They had time. Uh, the Magic did not manage the clock well, and they gave up uh, the last possession. So they come down. DeMar and Kobe are kind of trying to discuss something in the middle of the play. Um, I, I don't know what the timeout situation, whether they had uh, a timeout there where they could have called and drawn something up. I believe they did. But they uh, basically, yeah, Kobe comes, sets a screen. Uh, Jonathan Isaac guarding DeMar, Franz Wagner on Kobe. And I think DeMar's like, Kobe, come set a screen for me so we can get a switch here mm-hmm. because if they trap or double me, you'll be open. Or if they switch it, then I'll have Franz who's a better matchup. So they switch it immediately. They do not try to trap. There's no opportunity for Kobe to slip out for a three. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, DeMar gets a switch, and he pulls up. I thought it was an okay look. I mean, certainly not in, like, DeMar's wheelhouse as far as where he likes to score the ball. But 
they did not really manage the clock very well, and that's why I kind of thought a timeout may have been the right move there. And, yeah, it kind of rushed. Uh, he did get it off with, like, a second and a half or two seconds left, so there was a little bit of time. But it just feels like that Magic team is so long and big that if you try to get into that mid-range area and they're not biting on pump fakes and there's, you know, two seconds on the clock, it's just a tough place to get a shot off because now if you don't get that pump fake, you don't get them to bite on the pump fake, you're just going to get stonewalled. Were you okay with uh, the timeout situation, like one not being called and them just go ahead and going and running the play? I think, yeah, in the situation when you see that there seems to be confusion on the court on Kobe's trying to direct where the ball should go and they're trying to, you know, clear up whatever confusion they have, I think you should probably just call a timeout at that point mm -hmm. because, yeah, you, you, they had so much time on the clock and you just wasted mm -hmm. an opportunity to get a, a – the best shot that you could. Like, I think, I mean, DeMar is a bucket getter. So, like, yeah, yeah. most shots are pretty not bad looks for DeMar, but sure. I think you could probably gotten a cleaner shot. I was really disappointed. Not, I don't know, disappointed is the right word, but, like, yeah, I just thought they could have gotten a better look for DeMar than trying to hit a, like, a, what, it was, like, 28 feet out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a deep. It's classic. Beyond, beyond that. The classic yeah. DeMar 28 foot. I, no, yeah. I think no. the thing about the – should you have called a timeout or not? And, you know, well, maybe if they don't love what they're getting in the early, you know, part of that final possession, no shot clock possession, take a timeout, re rethink it, and then try again. We've seen all season long that the Bulls and maybe some of that fault does in fact lie on Billy Donovan have not been a good ATO execution team. The Bulls come out of timeouts and run some of the dumbest shit and have some of the most you know, boneheaded, go nowhere possessions. So sometimes you, when you actually stand back and think about it, you're like, oh, well, like what's a timeout going to do? Because how many times have we seen the Bulls? Even earlier in the fourth quarter, when it was a tight game, I think it was right around a little under four minutes left, and uh, DeMar tripped and, like, was on the, on the court, on the ground, and had to call a timeout. And he was right by Billy and DeMar and, you know, Billy both called a timeout simultaneously. Okay, let's regroup. Do you remember what happened on the ensuing possession out of that timeout? Because it was almost a shot clock violation and an ugly shot. So if, if the th other option is let's try and run a little, you know, DeMar, top of the key, bring in a screen from Kobe. As, as Will, you said, maybe Kobe can slip out if they trap DeMar for an open three or DeMar gets a more advantageous matchup and gets a good clean look. I, I can live with that rather than a timeout because I have very, I, I very infrequently had faith in this team executing plays well out of timeouts. Well, I completely agree with you on, in this one. I, I didn't have a problem with them uh, not calling the timeout. I thought within the flow of what, how it was happening, I thought it was okay for, to let them go ahead and just go ahead and run the play. Uh, seeing DeMar with the ball when he gets it in those situations, for some reason he usually comes out with a three. You know what I mean? And it's really weird, you know, but it usually comes out with that because the clock gets really low and then he's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I got to go now. And you end up with those long shots. Um, we saw the amazing one that he hit in Indiana, you know, the yeah. one time. Mm -hmm. So it was okay because it, it went in. But usually you come out with that. But how the flow was kind of happening and watching him and Kobe trying to piece it together, I, I didn't have an issue with it like I probably thought I would in that situation, like being structured. No, no, rebound, call timeout. I just felt like, no, let's try to get to steal this and get the hell out of here. Because I felt like they went to overtime with how they were dominating you on the boards. And, and, and I have a question about that. But how they were dominating them on the boards and how Wagner was getting into it. And it just was like, I don't want another five minutes of this. So let's go ahead. Don't give this team time to set up because they're super long. And they're athletic and, you know, they're tall. And don't give them time to figure out where you want to get the ball, try to catch them off guard, which is what they tried to do. Kudos to them on the switch. Kudos to them for that. But I thought it was the right decision by Billy to let them just go ahead and play. That's fair. I, I do think, like, I'm probably more, con like, the issue with how quick DeMar went didn't go to try mm -hmm. to mm. get a shot off because okay. it seemed like he hesitated before he took that three. Like, I don't know what he was trying to – wait for yeah that's why i think that maybe he could have gotten a better shot than the three yeah but. that that length really was was bothering yeah the yeah. magic are just game. so long i mean yeah. jonathan isaac is seven feet with like a seven five wingspan i'm yeah. just making those numbers up but he's super <laughs> long yeah. and i just felt like he really gave demar trouble all night i mean demar 
11 of 24 for 28 points. So it's not like he was right. not doing his thing. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I just felt like he was a little bit hurried up and a little bit disrupted. Yeah, I think a lot of teams kind of figure out, too, like, like I know – not not a team, not the team we played tonight, but the Cavs like to switch Jared Allen on mm. to Demar, mm-hmm. and you know these mobile bigs that would link that really give Demar problems with trying to get to his spots. And because if you're a bigger guy, up. you don't have to necessarily jump on the pump fakes. Yeah, you can stay down and still make it a difficult shot. Now Demar's sure. probably going to make it anyway, but it's better than drawing the foul. So uh, when he gets, and that's why they run a lot of these switches with Kobe in those situations because usually it's a guard who's guarding Kobe, they have to be the one that switches on to DeMar, and now DeMar can really go to work, put them into the elbow, and then get into his pump fake sure. bag. And, yeah, I mean, against a, a Magic team that's basically playing four guys who are 6'10 and taller, <laughs> yep. it's just hard to do that. Uh, Shiro Sena in the comments hey saying, DeMar can only shoot twos and ones. Threes are one out of 100 with that man. Uh, Was he shooting on threes this month, Dave? Fifty percent from three this month. Okay, well, so we're one week into February. His fifty percent in February thus far, coming into tonight, was three of six. So, okay, yes, he's shooting fifty percent. But I mean, on a larger sample size, he is shooting over thirty-four percent from three this season. Yes, yeah, so on being- nearly three attempts per game, he has added some level of capability. He has stepped back three today. That's I mean, right. yeah, he has added that to his game. Yeah, we you know we've seen him hit big shots. We've seen him hit big shots from three, including as you said tonight, Dave. It's it's just I think still a fair quandary from Bulls fans when sure. the same script keeps playing out. Sure, you, you know, and you mentioned the video that Mark posted at the beginning of that possession after Vooch got the rebound was Demar or was Kobe pointing to Demar, telling Vooch we're going to set up this play with Demar bringing the ball up, not me. And I I just want to reiterate. I know I say this a lot, but like. Kobe and Billy have said this. It's obvious when you're watching and paying attention to it. Kobe is creating a lot of his own offense, but he's also doing really well and probably even better statistically when he's playing off of DeMar. So when he's involved in action, screening for DeMar, coming off of screens and getting kickout passes, that's when he's at his most dangerous. And so that's why he's in these plays as a screener. Because when he slips out of those screens, he's an incredible catch-and-shoot player. And that's going to be a really good look. But it also puts a lot of pressure on defenses to have to decide, are we going to switch or double or trap DeMar and leave Kobe? Or are we going to play this straight up? And so it's like it's a tough proposition to figure out in real time. And I think if you are, you know, concerned about whether or not they call the timeout, like I think they ran the right play to get the right action. Uh, It just happened to not work out. And unfortunately, it feels like that's been kind of the case for a little while here. I mean, I don't remember who, who was saying it watching tonight, but like, it feels like DeMar's kind of missed a handful of these mm-hmm. uh, over the last couple of weeks. And I, I understand the frustration with it. Uh, and Joe Hahn in the comments saying, why in the hell did DeRozan take that three as time expired? Uh, Stacy King said it. Why didn't he drive to the bucket? And I think that is a fair criticism, uh, especially considering in that fourth quarter, you did see DeMar get to the rack. DeMar had a tough night as far as drawing fouls. You could tell he was frustrated a few different times. And then in overtime, it was an OT, right? When he just missed that driving dunk. Yes. Yeah, that was the final, final play. Yeah, went OTL. up with two hands, and that, that was basically what sealed sealed the loss for the Bulls is, mm-hmm. is when that happened. Um, so, we, I mean, we saw DeMar get to the rack a lot tonight. With They had, I think it was right around 19 seconds when Vooch grabbed that rebound. Mm-hmm. That yes. should be enough time to get the ball up, pass half court, try running that screen from Kobe, and then, okay, you just get the switch, try to get to the rack. Yeah, the issue was, like, with getting a guy like Isaac on you, um, as you saw all night long, like, he had issues making those drives when he was on him because that length was truly, truly bothering him. And as you mentioned, Will, when you're that tall, you aren't going for a pump fake, and we all know a pump fake is a part of DeMar's game. So that was kind of throwing his rhythm off. Like, he didn't have that rhythm, you know, going tonight. And he didn't look comfortable. So I think that's the reason he didn't go to the cup. And the other reason was those refs were ass and weren't going, call, weren't calling fouls. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very horribly officiated yeah, game tonight. There are some people in the comments talking about how poorly this game it, was officiated. It was and it was. Like, it was poor. That jump ball in the fourth quarter. <laughs> man. When, when Caruso just got mauled under the basket. Yeah. Oh, God. Not man. a jump ball. Like, trip foul on, yeah, uh, on Kobe. On Kobe. Yeah, yeah, right. he, wasn't, he wasn't even in wasn't the even play. In there, really. man. No, it was really, really bad. So I think those two things factored in. I give a lot of kudos to Jonathan Isaac. 
with how he played him uh, defensively because they just had that big lineup in, and that just kind of threw everything off that they kind of wanted to do, Celine. No, yeah, no doubt. Um, and the Bulls are just lacking size right now with, yeah. without Patrick Williams. Um, or Torrey Craig or or Torrey on a minutes Craig. restriction. Yeah, like the that. minutes yeah. restriction. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just tough. And I know there were some people, someone in the comments talking about not playing Drummond more, but they were bad with Drummond. Yeah. That Vooch lineup. Drummond, Drummond had a tough were, game tonight. He 17 had, minutes, and most of that was in the first half. He had four fouls in the first half. Right, right. I, I mean, he finished with four. Like the first minute. He, he finished with four fouls and four points. <laughs> I, I mean, I also, tonight is not the night for the Drummond needs to play more banging the drum. Billy, you idiot, Bulls fans. I also not, just, not from my perspective. I also just don't know how often that is going to work. Just because, like, look at you look at a team like Orlando. Yeah, they have size, length, but they have versatile. Those bigs are versatile. Sure, sure. Like they can get on the perimeter, defend on the perimeter. They can defend inside. They're more mobile. Like having Vooch and and Drummond, who are not that as mobile as uh, as bigs. They're more centers. They're not, you know, they're not versatile. They can't play fours. I don't like that. Most nights, I don't just don't think it's going to work out too well. Like it's just frustrating that we have these injuries happening, uh, like with Patrick Williams and like you said with Tory Craig on that minutes restriction that just just kills the Bulls. And the other thing about that lineup is, like a lot of people talk about how it is offensively, but it puts Vooch in a really tough situation defensively, mm-hmm. right? Where he's got to be guarding, and it works in some lineups, right? Like they put it against the Timberwolves because they have Cat. But Cat's, like, able to run off of screens. Sure. And, like, Vooch has to be the guy chasing him around. That's not a fun thing for him to do. Uh, not really something that he's very good at. And I think he kind of said as much to Casey Johnson the other day. I was in one of his write-ups. I think it was after the Timberwolves game. So it's tough to do that. Paolo obviously is just, like, a really physical specimen because he's 6'10", and he's also huge and will put you in the goal. So if you're trying to guard, you know, guard down, and Caruso did as good a job as anybody would – um, it's just it's tough because he's so big. But then if you put Vooch on him, he's gonna come off screens and and get downhill, mm-hmm. and that puts the Bulls in a really tough spot. So yeah, Drummond got into foul trouble really early because now he's kind of compromised. He has to come help over. It's just it's a tough lineup to play, and there are moments where it works. They ran a lot of post ups. They got a couple of them, but um, it's not like a perfect lineup. And I think they're just trying to experiment a little bit more, get some more data on it, and try to figure out if it's something that they can go to. But I think they also recognize that it's not this like perfect solution, sure. you know, magic trick that they can go to every night. Hey, yeah, uh, I heard you. Right. I mean, regardless of the foul trouble, I think Billy made the right decision going away from that too big lineup. I, I Also, I thought that the Bulls lineup worked. It's just they had nobody tall enough to get a rebound. Right. Like, Orlando was Dude. missing the shots. Like, they weren't going in. Isaac they were getting option, uh, six offensive, offensive rebounds. rebounds. Correct. Including some critical ones, late possessions, yeah. late fourth quarter in OT. That's truly what happened. Like, because their half-court defense is trash. Mm-hmm. I mean, offense, excuse me. Their half-court offense of Orlando is trash. They Man. didn't have a point guard out there no. even running anything. Like, they they weren't scoring no, like that. Dude, it was going their off offensive. Point offense guard, by all intents and purposes, is Franz Wagner. Yes, which ain't good. You know, what I'm it's just not a it's, great. It's like thing. him and Paolo taking yeah. turns being their lead ball ball handler and creator. Like you, you see why against other teams who can match up well, why Orlando has, goes on those losing streaks like yeah. that. Because again, when you're bad in the half court, and you'll, you'll find this out when they get to the postseason. But when they're bad, you know, in that half court, right. you really got nothing. You know what I mean? Like, of course, they can run. You got the length. They got shooters. They mm-hmm. can create their own shot and stuff like that. But it's gonna break down, and you're ha- gonna have to get back to the fundamentals of the game. And they can't, you know, do those kind of things out there. But what's saving their ass is they were just taller than everybody on the floor. And Isaac, as Matt mentioned, just snatching all of the rebounds and giving them other opportunities to score. That's what really just kind of killed them. Uh, our guy, Edward Schuler, Salim's co-host on Bulls Gold, hanging on the comments saying, all this effort just to get to 500 is wild. It's a lot of work, baby. Not there yet. 25 and 28 fell back to three games under 500. Um, but it's okay. If you ask AK, the Bulls are right there in the thick of it in the Eastern Conference standings. Um, I think they're only like one game out of first now at this point uh, after, after what happened between Thursday and tonight. So it, it's all good. Plenty of people in the comments making various, you know, versions of the same, don't worry, it was competitive tonight joke. And that's kind of how I felt mm-hmm. watching this. Yeah. I don't know about you, Salim. I don't know where you stand after their deadline inactivity on Thursday. I know we talked about it a little bit when you showed up today before tip-off, but... Mm-hmm. 
I think a lot of Bulls fans tonight, I mean, losing this game, you're 0-3 against this Orlando team now this season. You fall back to three games under 500 on the heels of listening to this team's basketball VP say, it's good, y'all. We're competitive. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, are you? We know the... We know the movie Pursuit of Happiness. Yes. We're doing the pursuit of competitiveness. Oh, and, look at this guy. And Bulls fans are that, on, that Will Smith gif where he's kind of just like crying you know, and trying not to cry. Trying not crying and trying not to yes, cry. That's yes. what we all are co- collectively. Just holding um, on. Yeah, but see, holding on. <laughs> but Salim, if you ask AK, it's not the pursuit of competitiveness. They're there. Uh, According yeah. to this team's VP of basketball Competi- ops, the reason they did nothing is because they are competitive. You know what? <laughs> Finally, the first line. That's all Like, I didn't start out really cranky because, <laughs> hey, secret's out. I'm happy that the Bulls lost this game tonight. <laughs> Show them how happy Karma. you are. Show them how happy you are, man. <laughs> Show all I had to do was start thinking about what AK said on Thursday, and I got mad oh, again. No, show your joy. Toss those hats and show your joy. <laughs> Feels so good. I do have a question about the, not running the big lineups, but I think I'll save it uh, after the break. Okay. Wanna you want to take our first ad break? break? Yeah, let's do that. Then we'll come back and get to more thoughts from y'all in Bulls Nation, from our guy Salim sitting in with us tonight. Also, quick little random woge bomb uh, just Ooh, now. Okay. Uh, Kyle Lowry got his buyout from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Ah. He's going to Philly. Oh, so, I think that was interesting. Uh, yeah, Rumored. it okay. was. All right, good for him. Also, did you know that Kyle Lowry's uh, agent was Mark Barlstein? I had no idea. Agent of roughly 70% of Bulls players yeah, in franchise history. Sure <laughs> I, I had no idea. I had no clue. There, yeah. Wow, uh, Bart- Barlstein got a shout out in that Woj bomb just now. Uh, shout out to him. But Kyle Lowry bar- gets to go home, so that's cool. Yep. I missed the Bartlesine connection because the clutch one has not been good for us. It's not been great. <laughs> I mean, we got that iconic photo of Zach Levine and uh, Rich Paul sitting at that courtside college game wearing matching B-clutch hoodies mm. right around the time Zach was saying he wanted out and not playing very well. Oh, happy That times. was fun. That was a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we're sharing these words for our friends and sponsors, you know what to do. Hit mm-hmm. that like. Do it for our guy, Salim. Do it for our producer, Joey. He's a troll. He needs your thumbs in his treasure chest. Got to get the That's toe. where they belong. Total. Um, Dave, uh, Dave, who do we got oh, first today? Sorry. Oh, I'm so glad you asked me that. Because now I have a question for Celine. Celine, what time is it? Game time. Hey, oh. It's right there. He was there. Whoa, whoa. I believe Dave there. was looking for the, uh, the final piece of that puzzle. Yes. You were there. It's, it's not just game time. Mm-mm. It's game time who? Mm. Uh, my bad. Mm. <laughs> I, I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball. I need to stay. <laughs> I dropped the ball. I dropped the, the ball. It's all right, man. We, you know, we, we get them back. It's okay. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. Game time. The fast and easy way, y'all, to buy tickets to all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events that are near you. And right now, you can get all the users can get this $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with the code Vegas100 because they got those good <laughs> last-minute deals. All-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying those tickets. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after it starts, it is not the place. No, 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 no. It is the place. To find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, hockey, concerts, comedy, theater, and much, much more. And with zone deals, you pick the section and game time does the selecting, and you know what you're going to get? Drum roll, Matt Pat! Big time saving! The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price possible. So take the guesswork out of buying those tickets with game time. As I just said, right now. All game time users get $100 off of a big game ticket with the code Vegas100. Terms apply. Just download the game time app. Use the code VEGAS100. That's the actual numbers, not the word. For $100 off of the big game ticket. Or 
If you're not going to go to the game, that's cool, too. You can still save some money. Use the code CHGO and get your pretty little self $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. It's what to go. Got lead. What time is Josh? What time is it? Get out <laughs> <laughs> You're really falling in love with that curveball, Dave. <sighs> Say what now? I said you're really falling in love with that curveball. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun. No, I just like keeping Joey on the toes, man. <laughs> Joey been on it. He caught him off guard the first time, uh, but now he knows when it's coming. So that means when the fastball comes, oh, man, out of the park. He's path is gone. Uh, I believe his name is Joey Thumbs, not Joey Toes. Oh. <laughs> but. You Joey? What are you Joey? Can't be Joey Toes? He Joey Tip Toes? Joey, Joey Two Toes? <laughs> Joey, Joey Tip Toes? <laughs> Joey Tip Toes. <laughs> Uh, tonight's post game also brought to you by our friend Charlie the Bacon Guy. Oh, man, Charlie the Bacon Guy is based out of Woodridge, Illinois. Makes craft bacon and bacon jams in over mm. thirty-five different flavors. Jam. Baskin Robbins ain't got nothing on Charlie. Uh, bacon and bacon jams are all naturally cured, pre- uh, preservative-free products. No ingredients that Charlie can't pronounce himself involved in the process, unlike a lot of that store-bought bacon you might be getting currently. Jerks. It's vacuum-sealed and freezes perfectly. The bacon lasts in its packaging up to 60 days in the fridge. Uh, a week after you break that seal, nine months in the freezer, if you go that route. Yeah. I always keep it, uh, a, a spare pound of bacon in my freezer. Do you? In case of emergency. I didn't know that. Yes. Interesting. I Op- just always thought it was eaten immediately. Open freezer in case of bacon emergency. Mm, okay, fair enough. Uh, bacon jam lasts 90 days in the fridge and a whole year if you keep it stored in your freezer. Nice. Some of his wonderful flavor options include maple pepper bacon, rosemary bacon, mm. chorizo, French toast, if you're thinking about some weekend brunch meals, mm-hmm. French toast and bacon together. Don't even bother making the French toast. Just get some bacon that tastes like French toast. Korean barbecue, jardinier, ranch. Uh, also some delicious bacon jam flavors, including original bourbon and spicy. Mm. The bacon jam goes perfectly on anything. You can put it on anything, in between anything. Put it on your scrambled eggs in the morning. Spread it on your toast. Uh, make little mini Bacon jam sandwiches with some crackers. Oh, That's that one of my amazing. favorite moves. That sounds amazing. I also like to do little mini BLT bites with bacon jam, a Ritz cracker, wow. a half a cherry tomato, a little dollop of mayo on little there. dollop. Look at this guy. Damn. Charlie can hook you up. I love it. Start now. Save 10% on your order. CharlieTheBaconGuy.com is where you can make that order. When you use promo code CHGO at checkout, mm-hmm. you can pick up your order or you can have it delivered to you. By Charlie the Bacon Guy himself, or if you need it, he can even ship it to you. Mm. He makes the bacon so you can bring it home. Mm. You can contact him, charliethebaconguy.com. You can also find him on Instagram at charliethebaconguy or Twitter at czthebaconguy. You can also email him, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com. Bacon is good. Uh, I do want to answer a question. I've seen at least four people ask me about what is in my cup. The floor is yours. Uh, well, in this one, there was water. All right? Everybody get you some water. Stay hydrated. Dude loves his water. Oh, do I? This one was not water. <laughs> <laughs> Use your imagination. You always need to balance out the water with the not water. That's it. You never want to overhydrate. <laughs> That's something I've been concerned about my whole life i know you told me about this you're like what no it's water and what i'm drinking already so i'm properly hydrated it's like 90 percent water in See? this cup right here yeah man that's tries to say hydrated his way that works for him <laughs> drink water kids water. <laughs> drink your water goat water i know that ain't got the ass goat what's in there that's water oh but i did have a question uh yeah what, do you, you, what do you want to talk about because i see this comment coming up um mm-hmm. uh in the comments and about Bulls not having, like, a bigger lineup in yeah. in that fourth quarter. Yeah. Like a guy like Drummond in there when they were getting, you know, absolutely fricasseed mm-hmm. on the boards and destroyed. Were you guys okay with that uh, assessment? Because we know Drummond wasn't playing well. He did have four fouls. Uh, was Four points, what, five rebounds, I believe he ended up with. He wasn't playing great, but he's still huge, and he's still a body that you can put out there to try to thwart off a guy like, Isaac or the other big dude with the perfect beard that we saw out there. Goga Batazde? Yeah, that. Yes. Gesundheit. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll start with you, Will. Like, is, is that the, was that the right decision by Billy? Were you okay with that? 
I mean, I think that when that lineup is out there, it fundamentally fundamentally changes who the Bulls are in a way that I don't think is going to be very successful in late-game scenarios. If you think about the spacing, everybody's complaining about Vooch being a 26.8% three-point shooter this year. It's bad. You, like, you got him spacing. If you want to put the ball in DeMar DeRozan's hands, then Drummond's in the paint, Vooch is spacing. Like, it just it doesn't really... And then people are complaining, oh, DeMar's touching the ball too much, give it to Kobe. Now you've got Drummond and, and DeMar and Vooch out there at the same time. There's no space on the floor. And so I think, like, that lineup is okay against certain matchups. I think it's fine if you want to, like, run it against maybe, like, a smaller lineup or a, a really big lineup and just, like, try to beat someone up. But I just don't think it's something that they're really going to be able to, like, go to for important moments of important games. Like, th- that's why the NBA has moved away from those kinds of lineups. It's, it's just really difficult to get anything going in the half court, which is like what you need to be able to do in those scenarios. And maybe you would say, well, look, I mean, you get post-ups, like you're going to have a four on either Drummond or Vooch. Like you can do that. That's just not, it bogs down the offense so much. It slows everything down. You have to stop everything you're doing, wait for somebody to get position, feed them the ball. And then like, it's not like that's just a guaranteed bucket. It's, it's like the efficiency on those is not, I think what a lot of people think they're they're not the most efficient form of offense. So I don't think that's something that they should have gone to. Now you could say they need a bigger power forward, and maybe Patrick is a little bit more successful in that role. Maybe Tory Craig, once he's back to a normal role, is in those scenarios. So it's hard to find those kind of players who can be big wing power forwards who can also rebound really well. I think that's why people are talking about fifteen, twenty, twenty plus million dollars a year for Patrick. Those kind of players are really rare. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of p- paying a premium, even if it's not necessarily like that sort of value from like a box score production standpoint, you're paying a premium because of that guy being that kind of player. And that's the kind of player you need out there in those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so there's a couple of things I didn't like about the lineup. I don't know why. I don't know if they get tricked into doing it, but they, they try to force post-ups with Drummond. It wastes a lot of time on the clock. It's just really ugly offensive possessions, and then Drummond is not a post-up player. Uh, so you don't end up getting anything out of it. And then also, um, like, if you have that lineup out there, why are you, so you, then you m- have a mismatch for Paolo um, to cook. So I, I just, I don't. That's I don't what we were talking think. about before defensively, yeah. is, like, you put Booch in a compromised position where he's now ha- he has to guard Paolo on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just don't think they, they – I think, like I said, I think Billy did the right thing by not going back to that lineup. Matt? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've just been – while you guys have been chatting, keep an eye on the chat. And clearly, Bulls fans have differing opinions on this. Mm-hmm. I am uh, of the opinion that when it works for a short stint here and there, you want to play those bigs together because you don't have a lot of greater options with your uh, – you know, shortcomings at the power forward position right now, or even wings who you can squeeze in to playing the four. Drummond and Vooch, I just don't see as a long-term solution to anything. No. Like, as long, like, multiple, like, uh, stints of the rotation every night, every game, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And I know we were talking about, you know, Isaac crushing the Bulls on a couple of key offensive rebounds tonight, and that's true. But what our guy Mark pointed out in the comments is, okay, the rebounding is one thing, but then there's actually your defensive possession. And when you have Vooch and Drummond out there, who are you having one of them guard who they legitimately have no chance of guarding? Mm -hmm. That, to me, is the issue. And it's not going to change. No. I I agree with all that. Um, I thought it was okay to go with that lineup. What I don't agree with is... There are certain moments in the fourth quarter where I've seen, and I watch coaches do this all the time, where it's a timeout going on and they're shooting a free throw and you just put in a, you know, your big guy because you're about to be on a defensive possession. Yeah. Okay, do that. You know what I mean? I'm like, let's try that one. That's okay. Everything else you're saying, yes. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not in disagreement with at all. But I felt like that should have been, those things should have, it still should have been an option. It shouldn't have been, I'm strictly 100% going with this and that's it. I thought there during some stoppages in play where the Bulls would have would be on defense where he could have made a quick switch out, just put him in there because it's strictly for the rebounds. He get cooked, that's the risk you have to take. 
because you're taking that risk of not getting rebounds. Like any kind of lineup he put in, you were taking some kind of risk. And uh, taking that risk of them dudes getting cooked, because we saw Vooch get cooked by a guard uh, earlier in the game. I can't remember who did it to him, but they crossed the hell out of him and took him to the bucket, and it was vicious. Yeah, it was Cole Anthony. There it is, right there. And Cole Anthony, again, was cooking in overtime as well. He had two back-to-back plays that were just awesome. So you're going to take those kind of risks, man. But I think that you have to try everything when somebody is constantly punching you in the face. I think you have to guard yourself at least one time. You know what I mean? Like, put your hands up, man. Like, just put your hands up. It's okay to do that. So I just thought that that should have been done as far as just during a timeout or a stoppage in play where you know you're going to be on defense. Hey, swap that out real quick. Let's see if he can get a couple rebounds. Then get his ass out of here, the next stoppage in play, and let's do something else like that. So just a couple of quick stats on this. Um, Today the Bulls ran 15 post-ups and scored .667 points per possession on this. So they, they scored on, uh, you know, 66% of their post-up plays, which is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Magic had 11 post-up plays. They scored 1.09 mm-hmm. points per possession. So much more efficient. Obviously, that's a small sample, and that's going to change over the course of a year. But um, the other number just to look at is uh, how the lineup did. And there's a new website that's got some cool stats on it you guys should check out called pivotfade.com. And you can sort like live game data based on mm-hmm. lineups and all sorts of other cool things. You can mess around with it. But in tonight's game, the, uh, the minutes, seven minutes and eight seconds with Vooch and Drummond on the court together, they were minus four Bless you, Joey. with a minus 51.8 net rating. So it just was not working against this team. That's not to say that it's not going to work against every team yeah. because that lineup actually has been really efficient this year yeah. overall. Um, and that was only for a short period of time in, in pretty much only the first half. So yeah. who knows what would have happened in the second half. Um, I just feel like that lineup is particularly tough to run it against when you have big guys, you know, who are switchable, who are 6'10", 6'11", mm-hmm. who can all rebound, who can all dribble, pass, shoot. That's just a tough matchup for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, let's take a second quick break, then we'll come back. Uh, a few more thoughts on tonight's game, a few more of y'all's thoughts out there in Bulls Nation. Throw us a f- super chat if you feel so inclined. We'll get to any we already have on deck. Uh, hit that like button. Do it for mm-hmm. our guy, Salim. He wants it. He wants it. Two of them. Two of them right there. Mm-hmm. One for Salim, one for Joe. Uh, before I tell you all about DraftKings, though, actually, Big Dave, uh, why don't you tell our fellow Bulls fans, maybe with the help of our guy Joey here, mm-hmm. all about the wonderful perks when you sign up to become a CHGO diehard. Oh. Which, by the way, shout out to Eric oh. Christian, who let us know on Twitter tonight uh, <laughs> that uh, he signed up to become a diehard today. Mm-hmm. Been riding with us a long time. He's the newest member of the CHGO diehard family. We appreciate you, buddy. Well, because well, I don't understand. Do I have lines here? You don't. No. He was just tossing I'm just saying, head. like, <laughs> if you want to toss up, you know, a link to he the, just the you Zero in, shirt or yeah, yeah, yeah. some diehard stuff. <laughs> like, I'm You're the producer. I'm not ready. He's like, you threw me all off, man. You said, talk to me. There's new copy, Joe, and I gave it to you earlier today, and you confirmed you had it, and I don't know where your head is. He was not ready to be talked to. I do want to mention I am a diehard member. Hey! I I, I can vouch uh, that diehard. Wow, bro. That's crazy. That's so (laughs) love, bro. Hey, diehard is the way to be. Only way to be. Mm. Love it. What do you love so much about being a diehard? What's the cool stuff? I mean, like, like the there's a lot know. of great articles. I mean, I read everything by Bill the Goat because uh, he's just fantastic. I'm mad. Billy the Goat. Game down. Uh, <laughs> and I just love, like, the, all the things that you guys do with, with fans' interaction. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many events and things that you can participate in by being a diehard. True. So, um, yeah, it's just a great experience. Like, it's a great time right now to become a diehard as well. Yes, like yeah, it's, it it's we're really getting towards good diehard timing. Because like if you're not a diehard yet, this is ideal timing here because tell us why we're getting a lot of events on the calendar. First of all, events. we're getting we're getting watch alongs on the calendar. We're getting takeovers. So you get a discount for all those events. You get obviously as Salim was talking about, you get the like exclusive. You get like diehard overtimes. You get like happy hours. How about? 
Bears draft season? Not sure anybody's doing it like CHGO right now. Like, I tell you, nobody's doing it like Braggs. You want to see Adam Hogue? <laughs> Legend. You want to see no. Hogue's top 100 and the CHGO top 100 you yeah. specifically top curated for and They the already Bears? kicked that off like uh, this past week, right? There's nobody like, else. There's like an already a top 100 teaser correct. for the draft. There, there's nobody else giving you top 100 just specifically curated for the Bears and everything from a Bears specific vantage point. It's great. It really is. So, you know, great timing right now and free shirt as well. And uh, there's also you know, a great paywalled article up at LCHJO.com right now. Is it? By one Matthew Peck. Hey! Writing angrily, typing aggressively. <laughs> the only turns way out, he knows. Turns out three shows worth of yelling about the Bulls' incompetence and inactivity Thursday wasn't, wasn't enough. enough. So well, I got home Thursday night and I furiously beat the shit out of my keyboard. Well, let's be fair. It's been five years worth of angry shows. <laughs> so let's, let's be fair it about is, this, sir. Actually, it's like, like and that's seven, <laughs> seven or eight years, but yeah. Okay, so oh, even that's more. That's what yes. finally got Christian to join the team. Shout hey. out, Christian, man. Uh, letting it out. Podcasts and live shows on every team every day. Post-game shows like the one that you're watching right now, the premium written content, as for mentioned over there, my guy, guy pecking order, trademark, 20% <laughs> off events, as Celine mentioned. The deals that you get, 20% off. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a deal, all right? The dope merch, as Joey mentioned, you get a free T-shirt of your choice when you become a diehard member, y'all. And, of course... The CHGO Lounge. Mm. The members-only Discord. It goes down in the Discord. Let me just tell you like that. Braggs, Herb Lawrence always is doing something really cool with the Discord. Man. Oh, yeah. Like Mark Cavey in the Discord. Like, it, it goes down in the Discord. There's a lot of stuff happening out there, man. So, all of these perks and all these wonderful things. We have tailgates. We have uh, watch parties. When we have takeovers. Mm -hmm. you get, it's, you're basically getting premium service. Yep. We come uh, to you first. And uh, we do have our next watch party coming up in a few weeks down mm -hmm. the road, coming mm -hmm. on, on the other uh, side of the All-Star break. So mm -hmm. stay tuned for that. Uh, shout out to Oscar, who said, you guys really uh, need to, you guys really know how to sell us on being a diehard, unlike AK selling us on competitiveness. <laughs> wow. Oh, that whoa, word. Whoa. Let me hit this right here. What, what's this Garcon talking about? What's that, Joey? Big Dave knows what's really what? going on. He got to be politically. He got to be politically. I don't know. Oh, I know what he's talking. He, oh, he's saying I think about that you know drumming. that Drummond should be playing, but like I you talked about in this game, have to disagree for some reason. Well, I would say you haven't been watching this, but I know you've been watching the show. You know damn well I don't mind disagreeing Ma with Ma anybody. A little here. secret: there are no politics. <laughs> no politics. Show. You know how I go, no about, son. You know how I go. You also don't know Big Dave if you think he'll. <laughs> 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 To your face. Zero about politics. <laughs> to your right. Dave's, but, but Dave's to, new thing is telling people, <laughs> what do you say? Like, suck uh, it. Suck it. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> during, <laughs> the call, during the game. When he they even say does it so. to himself. Even to me. I hold myself accountable. But I think shot. the thing suck that he's it. saying is, I agreed with what you all were saying about Drummond because what they said was right. That's not me being political. That's me being like, yeah, they're absolutely right what they're saying. My point was, I was talking about the game where they were talking about a more broad view. The broad view is correct. Yeah. I'm talking about the game and actually, you know, getting not, the timeouts the and bringing him in, you know what I'm saying, to get rebounds and stuff like that. That's the part I agreed with right there. That, so that was my point. But what they said wasn't wrong. Like, yeah. If it was wrong, I would have been like, I don't agree. As I've done a million times, it will continue to do. It's okay, man. Uh, but I respect you, bro. You know I know you, Garcon. I know, bro. That's why I ain't come at you hard. I know shout you. Shout out also to our guy, Kev, a.k.a. the shirtless wonder. Oh, wonder's in the building. Who said, go die hard, Bulls and Chicago sports friends. And that is also vouching from someone like our guy, Salim here, who is a diehard. And that was just us accosting a guy across the alley <laughs> who we became enamored with because yes. we always saw him out our stage right studio door mm -hmm. that's a clear window they call me the weird for talking to him when, he, when we first started and then we just slowly <laughs> convinced him that he needed to watch all Damn of our right. shows and sign up to be a diehard Damn now right. he is and he's telling you to do it do it also mark case said matt's article is just a gif of him throwing hats <laughs> posted into wordpress maybe he's right or maybe that's a joke you know how you can find out sign up to be a diehard. hey 
Shout out Chicago. And listen, if, if that's all you get from being a dyer, it's still <laughs> worth it. Getting Matt hat Damn. throws. Oh, look at that one. That was bad. Some, man. I, I haven't seen enough oh, no. tonight. Throw another one. <laughs> there you go. Don't encourage him. There you go. Give that man a ninja star. Uh, Actually, no, don't do I, that. I got, I got a stack your sleeve if you want to throw a couple. Just let me know. All right, give me, let me get one. I hook you up. Oh, is this, here, I got you a White Sox one. Uh, for all of you. Get out of here. For all of you White poor, Sox. tormented Bulls slash Sox fans out yeah. there. Uh, tonight's post game is brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. Also, uh, if you're looking for some super value on some super bets for the Super Bowl, which is tomorrow, mm. uh, <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on eh, bet on the big game, anything you want, five bucks down, and turn it instantly into two hundred bucks in bonus bets. Download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code CHGO. Again, customers can bet five bucks on any Super Bowl action, and it doesn't even matter whether or not that bet hits. Just for making that $5 bet, you're going to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Salim, where are you leaning Super Bowl-wise, buddy? Good question. You know, I, I, people want to see Purdy get one, but, like, I kind of want to see how many rings Mahomes can stack up. Greatness. I mean, like, love I, it. He's, if, if he can, can surpass he get to like, Brady just so that Big Dave will shut up about Tom Brady, I'd be a favorite. <laughs> can he get to but like, until then, <laughs> Thomas Edward, Patrick Brady Jr., seven of them things. Suck Ow, 28 to 3. MVPs. He done done it all. I'm, the you know, greatest of all time. The greatest quarterback of all time. Look what you did to yourself, man. Yeah, I, I was chilling. That's my fault. That's your fault. That's fault. I was chilling. I wasn't bothering nobody. Will. Thank you for clarifying quarterback, though. Because yes, I'm not, not greatest player. No, just, greatest quarterback of all time. But I am rooting for Patrick Mahomes to eclipse that. I root for greatness all the time. That is one thing I can confirm. Dave yes. roots for greatness. Yes, man. I'm with you, Salim. I would love to see it. not conflict with the Bulls. No, it's, no. Don't conflict with the Bulls at all. As long as no. it doesn't do that, we'll be fine. Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> so, who are you taking, Salim? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'd like to see. Like I said, I, I, I want to see Patrick Mahomes going to get to five Super Bowl rings by the time he's 30. That would be amazing. Like, it's possible because he's, he's just that good. So. It's unreal, dog. This, like, is, this is going to be I his like, fifth, fourth Super Bowl? Fourth and six years. Fourth and That's wild. It's dumb. He has two Super Bowls, though. Right. He's Victories. Yeah. Appearances. Yes, that's, yeah. that's dumb. Wait, though. no. The, I thought he has four appearances, three rings. No, or that he's, he's got or this is his fourth. Two rings right now. Correct. Okay. Oh, no, so this, this is his fourth. Will be fourth. This is fourth. This is yeah. yes. fourth. Hey, who's the one loss he had? Tom Brady. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, so he can't get I don't. I don't remember that. <laughs> so, hey, so, so the thing oh, is, so hey, listen. Man, if you want to watch it and get together, we can watch it again. If the Chiefs win, <laughs> the Chiefs win. Right now, Mahomes leads, if you compare their first six seasons in the league, Mahomes leads in every major stat Absolutely. except Super Bowls and Super Bowl appearances. So mm -hmm. if he wins tomorrow, he will be... He will be on pace. On pace. To, but he will not be. To, to meet that greatness, at mm -hmm. least. He will not yeah. ever have a chance to eclipse him head to head. Yeah. No. Well, well the, that's uh, already said. Yeah, because that's, Brady was a coward all. and retired. Yeah. Is that what he did? <laughs> no. Oh. No, no, thing is the longevity. Like, that's being a coward. Right. The longevity <laughs> of Brady is, is underrated. No, oh, underrated, yeah. Oh, absolutely, that, man. That's going to be tough for Patrick Mahomes to match a longevity. Like, well, can he stay. Yeah, luckily he's in a in a in a league now where you can kind true, of true. you know have better longevity at that position. True, but it's still I, I, come on, man. You the rest can, were protecting like, Brady even back in the day. Oh the tuck rule, get out of here. <laughs> they were anyway, uh -huh. make some bets for Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> How dare you get the ball? Do it on DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> Uh, make sure your bets are fully inflated, unlike Tom Brady's uh, footballs. Come on, man. Use that <laughs> promo code CHGO when you do it. I love At it. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Wait, Joey, who do you have? Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. Chief, Chief, yeah. Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that there's a big shift in the narrative, and we don't have to talk about it for that long because we've been off for bull stuff for a while. Sure. Every single – I was doing the graphic today for the CHGO picks. and Lex. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every single CHGO Bears, all six of them have the Chiefs winning. Wow. So I think that there's a big 
There's a lot of public money on the Chiefs. Okay. I think the Chiefs are. Dude, the 49ers should win. They're the better team. So, I, like, yeah, I, sure. I think top to bottom, the Niners are the better yeah, team. Definitely. Sure. I'm not bad. We sat here and watched. It's just Mahomes versus Mahomes. Purdy. Yeah. yeah, but but the Niners defense got shredded by back, on back-to-back weeks by Jordan Love and by Jared Goff. And those are good yeah. Those are good offenses and good players, but they're now going against Patrick Mahomes. That's true. And we're talking about him in the light of being the greatest ever. Yeah. And so. It should be a fun game. It should be a fun game, man. Hey, it was a great game three years ago. Four years ago. See, it was. And you I know what happened? I want to see a co-hosting of SNL on with Travis. Kelsey? Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, the music yeah. guest? Oh, Celine. Good be, decision. That's really smart. Right? That's <laughs> very smart. No, because she got a new album coming out, too. So oh, that's right. That's they can right. work it out like that way. <laughs> Celine on top of these things, man. Celine, I hate to tell you, but Travis and Taylor are part of that uh Secret Illuminati that eat baby organs. What? You know, yeah, they're oh, they're, they're they're <laughs> going to reveal the their like their entire the evil plot at the fifty yard <laughs> line after after the rigged final results are in <laughs> when the Chiefs win. So so Tay Tay can endorse Biden. Oh. Haven't you been reading the news? I have not. Come <laughs> <Ball. laughs> I have not. Smart man. Be, be, I, I stay away from that kind of news. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good, yeah. I'm, I'm being a sarcastic asshole because some people are dumb and crazy. Um, okay. Shifting focus back to the Bulls for a little bit before we get out of here. Um, uh. I, I do want to touch on and give some praise to, on a pretty ugly Bulls night, Io DeSumo, who had a career high in three-point makes tonight. Yes. When on a night when everyone else in a Bulls jersey was struggling from the three-point line, I believe Kobe and Vooch combined to go three of eighteen from downtown tonight. Whoa. Which you're gonna you're gonna give Kobe a pass on that. Vooch, I think, was one of seven, one of going seven. back to his usual yep. this season ways of just breaking up everything. Mm-hmm. Clang Charlie Bell, Dave. <laughs> um, but Salim, what what do you make of not just the game that Io had tonight, where he was confidently stroking those threes, but this season he's having, where whether he's been asked to fill in at times as a starter when when Billy is shorthanded, like they are tonight, like he has gotten a few starts recently, or embracing and thriving in that bench role at other times, this this version of Io when we were maybe at the beginning of the season wondering if he was even going to be in the rotation, it's got to be encouraging. Are you encouraged by Io the way that we have been enjoying his season? Yeah, um, I think the the demise of Io DeSumo was greatly exaggerated. Oh, after uh, after last season, he had like he had a sophomore slump. Like, mm-hmm. It was a rough season for Io. Um, I think he also he's kind of got his swag back. Yeah, um, his confidence is back. He's playing, you know, like. He's playing confidently on offense. You see the three ball. He's letting it fly, um, doing what he needs to do to to stay in the rotation. I'm not saying the rotation, but like he's there to stay in. He's playing good ball. Like yeah. like we talked about, uh, he had the first 50, 40, 90 month in Bulls history. Sure did. Wow. That's crazy. That's fantastic. Sure I mean, yeah. That, that, and people were mad about that contract. That contract is a bar, like a bargain, <sighs> seven million. That's what like, dude. I think that's like I can't remember what the percentage is. A very low percentage of the very, cap. So, very. yeah, I mean he's an asset going forward. I mean he could probably, he ha- I think he probably has the potential to become like a really good like maybe a high level role player. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's been great. I, I've said it repeatedly, something I think behind Demar, he's been the most consistent bull uh, this season. Yeah, and like you just expect it when he's out there. Some kind of way, he's getting you 15-something points and mm-hmm. getting you some steals and some assists. Uh, this way, he did it new tonight. You know, the five threes, he'd never done that before. Um, the back-to-back corner threes, as a matter of fact, he's just becoming really solid, man, from that position and very dependable. And then we saw him go up for the, for the hammer. You know what I'm saying? Go get the dunk. Well, I just thought he was going to lay it in. He was like, no, no, I am tall, and I can do these things. <laughs> so it's just wonderful watching – his evolution and his growth and becoming this kind of player, I continue to say, well, like, he he plays, like, a game within the game. You know what I mean? Like, that's how he kind of scores. And sometimes it's like a game unto himself. And with his one-man fast break, you know, that he'll get. With his uh, crossover in the mid-range shot, you know, this little mid-range floater that he has, uh, that used to be, last year, that used to be a pass to the center. You know, that little look-off bounce pass he did. 
teams caught on to that, started stealing that all the time. He turned that into a jump shot. And yeah, just watching him do this kind of growth, man. And, of course, defensively, we already know that. He's solid there. So, yeah, he, he's just been great and fun to watch. Real quick, that, and, like, I understand they play different roles and not the exact same archetype, but, like, Io has been that consistent. And it's part of, like, for me at least, the frustration of the hesitancy to, like, move Caruso. And not to, not to like, hang on that yeah. all the time, but, like, that's just – that, that for me was part of the reason more. that yeah. y- you have a guy that can soak up a lot of those minutes and give you a lot of those qualities. And so, and I think he's shown that he's ready to take on that bigger role. No, it's but, one of the reasons why I continue to say if you trade Caruso, you still can make the play in. He's right. one of the reasons I say that for that for what you just said, Joey. Absolutely. I'm going to take a break today from uh, Dog and AK because <laughs> I'm tired. But, um, <laughs> Don't I, worry, so, Goat. I got you. I'm about so, to say. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna give him some credit instead because Salim hit it on the head. Io, I thought was not really a part of the Bulls' plans. They brought him back on a number that was higher than what they needed to bring him back on, and that contract is an absolute home run steal. Less than five percent mm-hmm. of the salary cap. That's the kind of asset that you can move forward with, not just like having a good player, but it's it's the kind of steal of a contract that allows you to maybe go out and overspend on a guy just mm-hmm. to make sure you get him. So whether that's, you know, retaining DeMar, whatever it is like having value deals like that in Kobe, who's obviously basically playing. If, if he were to, if Kobe were to get, were to be in free agency this upcoming season, he'd be getting 25 million. Oh, without a doubt. Right. So you're getting him basically at $15 million discount annually. I mean that those are just monster home run deals for AK. So great job on those. And that allows you now to spend in other ways. We'll see how he does that. But yeah, for now, I think AK did a really good job with that contract with Kobe's contract. And obviously with, um, with Alex's as well. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go, hey, I feel like we need to get Salim your take on what's going on with your boy, Jimmy and the Miami oh. heat. I mean, I feel like it would be remiss if, <laughs> if we didn't bring that up. As, as you are here on our platform. Uh, because I mean, I'm just looking at the stains right now. Miami's eight, Chicago's nine. We could be looking at another play-in game against those Miami Heat who like have you know slowly corrected uh, the skid recently. I think they've won their last two, but they what was it, like a six or seven game losing streak before they snapped it? Yeah. What's, what's going on with Jimmy and your Heat, man? What, are they, are they going to just make a ridiculous playoff run out of nowhere again? Just you wait. <laughs> uh, Jimmy's going to get his one-week vacation. Yeah, uh-uh, what's back mean? strong. He's going so, to the All-Star so game. So relieved he's not an All-Star. Not yet. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. Let's vote, guys. They Let's already, get Jimmy in. They already he named the replacements, it. Dave. It's over. No, no. no so, Mike, Matt, it ain't there yet. He, he's going to get. Are you wishing son? an injury upon Even someone so? between now and the trade? I uh, the would never. Break? I would the, never, ever wish injury upon someone. I'm just saying there's still time. Jimmy has everyone right where he wants. <laughs> hey, fair. All right. Fair. Fair. <laughs> hey, Jimmy has hey, proven, listen, proven listen, it. Listen, I don't want to face the heat in the play in again. That's all I'll say. Mm, why not? Because of Jimmy or just, 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 the way they play, just the way they play, uh, I think they're a, they're a tough matchup for the Bulls. So, it's true. true. Uh, I just, I think the way, especially in Spolstra, I don't want to go against Oh, Spolstra. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's the matchup right there. Is that yeah, exposed I to? Just, I I, God, I hate it. <laughs> and like I said, Jim, Jimmy does rise to the occasion too. So he does. We'll, we'll see. He's I proven mean, it. But yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be rooting for my guy Jimmy, no matter what. I'm sure. <laughs> if, <laughs> what if? What if it's Bulls Heat in the play? And you rooting for Jimmy in the Heat? I mean, I'll root for Bulls always. I, I don't. I mean, listen. No, no shame. No, I no don't shame. I, I root for Bulls Luke's, always, but no, like no shame. I'm telling y'all right now, I am rooting for the Bulls to miss the play-in tournament. <laughs> Gee, we didn't know competitive. that. Competitive. <laughs> competitive. Mm-hmm. I, root, I root for more, like, now Now I root for more player performances. So, like, seeing Io play well yes. is fun. Seeing Co- Kobe. Kobe has salvaged yeah. my sanity. Um, if it, if Julian it Phillips? Was, yeah, give me more. No special boy. I mean, listen, give me give me Julian Phillips minutes. I, I, I'd rather see him get minutes and work through the process mm-hmm. uh, developed, then, uh, you know, 
whatever we're seeing the 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 pursuit of competitive <laughs> you know i'd rather see that those the competitiveness pursuit yes uh, uh julian only got seven minutes off the bench tonight uh nice nice to see dalen out there tonight too he got 12 minutes he had a monster, monster i mean yes, that I, I think it was uh garcon who was asking us to give some love to to dalen for that dunk uh saying uh where was it something about baptizing it was disgusting. Yeah. That was a nasty dunk. <laughs> and he let him know about it. Uh, how, how about my young bull Terry baptizing Suggs down low? Going to be yeah. watching that one on repeat for the next few weeks. Yeah, that was yeah. insane. It was. Uh, he also knocked down a three. He also airballed a three. He did. So, you know, Dalen checked all of the Dalen boxes <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Shout out, Dalen Terry. Shout out, man. Um, all right, we will get out of here. But real quick, Salim, just in case anybody out there in Bulls Nation is not... Oh, we got oh, a couple super chats. Let's, chats okay, let's knock that out. Shout out to Tim with the 49 super chat. How about some love for Io? Airballed that three and then stuck with it and set a career high. Yes, indeedy. Awesome game from Io tonight. Five of eight of from downtown. Yeah. He had 19 on the night. And shout out to one of our newest CSGO diehards, Air Christian. Christian. Uh, Sign up to be a diehard and throwing us a super chat. You're just, you're just too much, too much awesomeness. Uh, pleasure to be a CHO diehard. Kobe shirt on the way. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a good choice for your first CHO shirt. So y'all go uh, get yours. You get to pick one, whichever one you want mm-hmm. that you get when you sign up. Perks on perks on perks. On Wh- perks. What was the CHO shirt that you chose, Celine, when you signed up to be a diehard? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The first one. So, like, I didn't originally know you get a free shirt, so... I was sitting on that code for a for, oh, a, for real? a whole year. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm like, hey, where's my free shirt? Like, and I reached out to somebody, and they showed me this. So then I got the king of the fourth. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, or in the fourth. I, I know uh, king Kev- in the fourth. King in the fourth. Kevin Anderson gets this. really mad. You and Kevin Anderson. Yes, because really Kevin Anderson and I are both big Game of Thrones. Salim's <laughs> so been right. a fan for so long. He might have been in before we even launched the diary. No, I did. I I followed That's some of the accounts. Shirt. I did some sleuthing. Sleuthing. And, uh, Sleuthing. Sleuthing up. Uh, and uh, detective work. And I was like, oh, this is, oh I, I, know where, I know where they're going to be uh, doing their shows at now. Yes, sir. Uh, I figured it out. <laughs> I started following some of these accounts. <laughs> and then right when you went live, diehearted. Boom. Nice. <laughs> nice. Live, diehard. Yeah. Ride or like die. Uh, Salim, like, we always, of course, appreciate your support, man. Yes, but Bulls fans appreciate your yes, activity, your content, what you provide for Bulls Nation, especially in the world of social media, the internet, Bulls podcasting. Tell everybody out there in Bulls Nation where they can find your work that you do brilliantly with our guy, Ed Schuler. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, we're, you can find us under the Barroom Network, uh, Bulls Gold. You can find us on all platforms uh, that podcasts are provided, mm-hmm. the small and the big and the small ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, follow me on Twitter, uh, Salim underscore BG Hoops. Uh, Bulls Gold, also, at y'all have a, a pod account. Yeah, handle Bulls on Gold. that. There it you just go. occurred to me what the BG stands for. BG, Bulls Gold, yeah. I don't know why <laughs> I've never put that He's together. a big fan of the BGs. Ben Gordon. What's the BG? Uh, <laughs> it could be Ben Gordon. Never be, but also, sir. <laughs> And once again, congratulations. You are now engaged oh. to be hey. married. He's taking the plunge. Yes. You're not going to clap for yourself on that one? <laughs> I clap you on, gotta I clap clap on I gotta clap. Are you going to clap for yourself? You won't clap I got, on I got to clap on that. I got to yeah, clap man. on that. I do, I do want to say. Olivia. Yes. Great to see you at the takeover. Thank you for coming. Yes. I do want to thank you guys for having me on. Like, you know, I've been rocking with the, all three of you for a long time. Uh, Matt, when he was yelling on Locked On. <laughs> Uh, Told you about it's been a while. Packs, gar packs, and mm-hmm. just random bull suckage. Yep, that's been going on forever, <laughs> a long time. Uh, Dave, one day I ran across your uh, podcast balls. Oh, I love yes, this. I'm listening to this. <laughs> uh, Will, when he was covering the Warriors for Bleacher Nation or mm-hmm. Bleacher uh, Report. Report, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you guys have I've been uh, supportive of your guys and um, becoming friends with you guys in real life has been really cool too. So, oh man, dog, uh, we appreciate you all and you guys. Hey, I'm gonna rock with you guys forever. Appreciate we rock you, with you, man. We appreciate you. Get up here, Ed. Bulls Nation. Yes, we need to bully yeah. Ed into yeah. coming to Chicago. <laughs> Come on, Ed. Uh, I feel like I see less of Ed than I see of AK, and AK only talks <laughs> to us three years, three times a year, and then goes and hides again. It's not okay. 
<laughs> so I actually want to hang out with Ed. AK, you can stay away. You know, I'm, I'm oh, done. come hang out with me. I'm AK. done with you. I'm, I'm done with you. you. Uh, Tim threw us the last minute super chat saying the best part of the game was Javon not playing. By the way, that was, it was a DNPCD for Javon tonight. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were small. They're too big. Yeah, like they were very small. Can't bring another small guy who's not a consistent shooter in the game. We don't have our sound effects loaded up yet, but it, I went for the wah, wah, wah. <laughs> We got to get Joey sound effects together, man. I also, Salim said something about uh, swagger back, and we have the perfect one for that. I think I got my swagger back. Clicked it. Didn't work. You might have heard me. So, (laughs) damn it, in the back. One more shot I do want to give. uh, Do not forget the the fourth of your uh, crew. Oh, cool. Mark K. I've been rocking with Mark K. Since the day he, we used to just talk yeah. about the Bulls on Real GM. Mm. And this was like Real GM years Thanks. ago. He, yeah, man. He used to. He used Before to Joey be a, was even born. Don't let anyone fool you. He used to be a big Garb Packs guy mm. way back in the day. King Cuban. King Cuban forever. King Cuban forever. Don't. That's, that's just a just a little uh, knowledge drop for people that don't okay. know. So, okay. Yeah. Shout so out. I don't know if Fred knows that he used to be a big, he used to be a Garpax defender. Just gave Fred way back in the day. I He'll mean, try to I deny mean, it. Fred, Fred is, there. Fred is the <laughs> Garpax defender. Yes, that is true. The, I look, I know things aren't great. I'm cranky at AK right yeah, now. Did, yeah, yeah, I, did. I'm starting to wonder what the hell it is. Eversley does here. Um, the, the Bulls fans who are starting to th- just loosely and even aggressively throw around this notion that's like, yo, this is worse than Garpax. I'm not. I'm not. It's not there yet. No. I still have PTSD from those guys, okay? <laughs> Stress the D. Yes, he did. Struggle. The, don't forget how horribly they abused us Bulls fans. Mm. Don't forget that. Mm. M- Mark did drop Garpax as soon as they proved for sure that they were – not good, but yeah, you got to show it to him. I'm like that. You got to show me. I mean, you know, you, you know what they, me. you know what they did. Do Salim, they drafted Jimmy Butler. They did. Yeah. They also then traded him. Listen, <laughs> I, you know, you know, like the whole drafting <laughs> of, of Kobe, <laughs> drafting Larry, and and all that. But they then put the worst coach in NBA history to develop them. So it's like you can't really, you can't really fist pump those draft picks. And then when you put, well, I'm glad you yeah, said that. Let me fist pump my man Daniel Gafford doing his thing down hey, in Dallas hey, right Daniel now. Gafford, you go. 19 what? and 9 on the ass. Can I fist pump myself for uh, having one more day. Can I fist pump myself? Raining. Yes. <laughs> the, the goon of the night. You sound like Joey. Joey did the same thing. We live. Joey was still yep. walking Rain around with the belt. It's not over yet. <laughs> Rain may your rain be glorious. I mean, that's, that's one thing I'm sad. I'm, I'm his dead may never die. We, we could have we could have had a Salim go to the night tonight if the Bulls could have only found a way to beat Orlando. Uh, he's won one, though. Salim won one before. Yeah? Yeah, he's okay. won one before when he came in the studio. Salim just wants more. That's and right. I appreciate so that. I'm hey, man. I appreciate That's the once, Jimmy Butler once, once you taste victory. Yeah, man. You just, you just want more of it. Once that belt hits you, that's Joey. You change. Once that bell hits you, you change. Uh, all right. We will get out of here. Um, Bulls are off tomorrow. We are off tomorrow. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, Bulls back in action. They are in Atlanta taking on the Hawks Monday night. That's a 6.30 central tip, so we'll see you all pregame at 6. Uh, in the meantime, follow Will, Will underscore Gottlieb. Read everything he's writing for us, all chgo.com. Our pound producer, Joyce Bathis. He is at Joyce Bathis. Big day. Bow. BWL Sports. Our guest of honor tonight, our guy, Salim the Dream. Dream. Uh, Salim underscore BG Hoops. Listen to the Bulls Gold podcast. Shout out, Ed. Appreciate you hanging out in the comments tonight, buddy. Shout out to our guy, Mark K. Follow him, MK Hoops. Uh, I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We're CHGO underscore Bulls. Have a wonderful Super Bowl Sunday. We'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks for the likes. Thanks for the super chats. See you, be good. Competitive. Be safe. safe. So competitive. Peace and love, y'all. So competitive. We all silly like the mayor.